Good afternoon, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep, a podcast about movies and friendship. This is season five, Kevin Bacon's Exquisite Corpse. And we are just four fighting spaceship robot boombox ninja cars. There's a lot of words. Uh, We're just four fighting spaceship robot boombox ninja cars playing a very long (laughs) movie game. Uh, There's a lot of words. I'm uh, I'm your host, Alex Falcone, recording as always from North Koreatown in Los Angeles. I'm joined today. First up, he's at Anthony Lopez Part 2 on Twitter. He's in Southeast Portland, and he has better things to do tonight than die. It's Anthony Lopez. Oh, shit. That's my, quote. That's my favorite quote in that this movie. That was a quote. I, so yeah. I wasn't crazy. He did say shit just one time. Yeah. He goes, oh, yeah. shit. We didn't even I'm, make a dent. <laughs> that's what I thought. And then I thought, maybe he said ship and I'm wrong because this no, is no. a cartoon. I, oh, I stopped, and stopped and double checked. Okay, uh-huh. good. <laughs> that's a great choice of a quote. Also joining us, he's yeah. at, at Hunbun on Letterboxd um, and also one of the co-hosts of the podcast, Space Cats, Peace Turtles, and a new one about games that I've forgotten the title of. But I was gonna write it down for him, and then I forgot. He's in the woods of Brooklyn. Him, Hunter. Him, not nice Dino. It's Hunter Donaldson. Hello, it's me. <laughs> I found Wade today. I'm one of the cassette babies. <laughs> I'm a cassette what is, baby. What's the name of your uh, your game podcast? Again? The other one is called Old Gamers Almanac. And old Gamers. I would Almanac. say if you're gonna if you're gonna push one in my intro, I'd let's just do Old Gamers Almanac because if if you if you are gonna listen to Space Cats Peace Turtles, you probably already know about it. Okay, <laughs> right. That's that's yeah. fair. Uh, that's a very good point. It's not one that is like. Uh, it's not one that's like. Look, we're really obsessed with this board game. Uh-huh. We know what Space Cats Peace Turtles means, mm-hmm. but we've if, never Googled it. If you are somebody that would listen to the show, you will find it eventually. Yeah, uh, like it will come to you, and then you will receive it. But you do not need to check it out. There's no checkout ability. (laughs) When you least expect it. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Also joining us to round out the panel, he's in Northern California, and he's got the touch. He's got the power. All is said and done. He's never walked. He's never run. He's a winner. He's got the moves. He knows the streets. He breaks the rules. He takes the heat. He's nobody's fool. He's Ezra Fox. Alex, don't worry. I'll use the universal greeting. (laughs) (laughs) I'm eating my hands. Ba weep. (laughs) Gragna weep ninny bong. Oh. Yeah. What if the universal greeting is just saying, please eat out of my hands? <laughs> he was trying to I'm do not a sure trick. that's universal. Not everyone's going to love that. <laughs> Free food in hands. Try now. Okay, actually, no, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Where's the food, Alex? Oh, the okay, food? so it's a long plan. You got to have the food, too. All right, yeah, before definitely. we start the show, I'd like to thank all of our new meat buddies who've joined in the last few weeks, especially Jane from Brooklyn, who we'll hear more about in a bit. Um, if you'd like to join them and help keep this show stumbling down the ghost tracks, go to metreon.com, and we really appreciate everyone who supports the show for some reason. All right, before we start uh, the movie talk, it's segment one, the news, and um, I'm not going to make personal news the forever bit here so just one more time but i did want to thank um everybody from the podcast who came out and watched my um, record release party show last night including ezra ezra you were there yeah this was so much better than than it was based on your selling of it <laughs> that's my one goal <laughs> it's definitely I undersold sell any product yeah <laughs> it's not that the show yeah. was good it was that i did a very good job of setting low expectations yeah, yeah, yeah. expectations it's like performance 
It's like buying a PS5 from a Kmart, you know? Like, you go in thinking, this is going to be terrible. This place is right. awful. But, hey, I got this cool thing out of it, you know? Yeah, I think I think it was probably okay. It turned out a little better than I was expecting. Yeah. Um, I was pretty stressed out about it, but I thought it came together. Yeah. Um, for those of you guys who weren't there, one of the things I did is I employed... I, I wanted to... I wasn't sure what material to do because people were going to buy the album. Mm. So, I don't want to just do the album. And then uh, I don't have a half hour of new stuff since the album came out. I have maybe six minutes of new stuff, and you can tell that it's new. And then I don't, so I have, and I have like six minutes of stuff from before the album. So what I did was I made a wheel of old jokes, new jokes, and clips from the album that I could mm. play. But I thought, wouldn't it be fun if it was a a, a rigged wheel, so I could decide mm. what I actually wanted to do? <laughs> and it turns out if you Google that, there's a website called riggedwheel.com. Very straightforward. So you can put as much stuff as you want on it, and then you can make a, put a special symbol by the ones you want to get selected and the ones you don't want to get selected. So I put a bunch of other stuff, you know, like Get Naked and Donkey Show and Pet a Cat, because I don't have a cat. Mm, wow. And then that stuff never got picked. It was, it, it was actually it was pretty impossible fun. for it mm. to be picked. It was impossible actually. for it to be picked. And what was fun was I kept the URL when I shared my screen. So if you were looking closely, you could see riggedwheel.com. But mm. then uh, at the end, when I revealed it, when I said it out loud, several people were... were uh, um, mad seemed mad they seemed betra- they yeah. felt betrayed so it was, a good, awesome. it was a good time for you all opening <laughs> yourself up to lawsuits now alex i hope you that's why it that. was on the web yeah. that's why i kept this the url no, there i know this you're is very much like- convincing people you're allergic to peaches that you're freaking rigging a whale you are a criminal you're going to prison alex you're going <laughs> this is, this is- to prison up there with the Ana de Armas thing, so I think that like the there's the yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. they're definitely going to sue on mm-hmm. this. They would not have stuck the, around for the whole show otherwise. The, the mm-hmm. fan of unrigged wheels, who that's the yeah. only reason they were there. <laughs> they just <laughs> love wheels. Their wheel. Um, I uh, it was actually fun too because there's a lot of people who oh, listen to the show. Sorry, I have a cat. It's freaking out. Oh, oh you, can pet a cat. you can pet a cat. Yeah, I would like I to pet, pet a cat, cat but I, don't I can have. Pet, Alex, a pet the cat. Reach through the screen. I can't. Um, but a lot of people from the podcast, uh, a lot of listeners from the show came and hung out in the chat. It was really fun. And one fun thing about podcast listeners is, um, as you guys have all experienced, great memories on podcast listeners. Uh-huh. Things mm-hmm. that I don't remember at all. Yep. And so I kept saying jokes, and then people would be like, oh, I remember the first time you mentioned that on the show. And I'm like, I don't remember mm-hmm. saying that on the show, but I believe you. <laughs> is that it where that came like from? Me. Is that why I had that idea? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Apparently, a lot of my jokes were like, riffs i try and it's possible i like thought of it as an idea and then like forced it into conversation on the pod Mm. or i just riffed it on the show and then wrote it down after it's hard to know do you you get a lot of people from the podcast being like oh i never thought you looked like that i yes yes i've had that although i will say by and large a lot of people who have seen me for the first time have gone like yeah (laughs) i always thought you looked like this this is about right. Mm. Yeah, I think I'm pretty close to what what people would have a picture of in their mind. Um, yeah. Not perfectly, but similar. Um, the other thing I want to say is that so that was the show last night. The album, we, by the time you hear this, that show might still be available on Rush Text if you want, if you missed it and wanted to watch the rebroadcast, um, but which is up, up for 48 hours, I think. But the album is dropping. By the time you hear this, it'll be dropping in a few minutes. It may be already out. So you Ooh. can check out my new record, Vanilla wherever comedy streaming is available and you could purchase it if you want to help even more but who owns anything these days we rent mostly so you're welcome to just stream it i don't mind uh but yeah vanilla out now um in digital record release and if you're a trucker mm. trying to get through the night well you know, hopefully i'll keep yeah, you awake if you're even, truckers, truck buddies. even truckers <laughs> yeah. are included 
in the truckers are specifically included because it's going to be on uh, Sirius XM starting. Well, wow. and you, that's where we'll get real money. You yeah. really support their march to the Capitol in Iowa in Ottawa right now, so you're definitely oh you know like you want them to know that you got their back. You're the wind yeah. in their sails. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to be listening yeah. to your stuff. I think on the if way. they're in Ottawa, they can listen to terrestrial radio, so they might not need mm-hmm. it, but. Um, you know, I this is one thing about broadcasts, just like this podcast. Mm-hmm. I cannot control who listens to it and how. It's very possible the truck drives in Ottawa were already listening to us because they just enjoy yeah. movies from the 80s. It's hard to quick, say. Quick question, Whoa. Alex. Would you uh-huh. prefer to call your truckers truck boys or truck buddies? <laughs> <laughs> truck buddies, for sure, is the right answer. No, come on. Truck boys. <laughs> truck boys. Truck boys. All right, truck boys is pretty good. I mean, one eye. of those is a good thing and one's a bad one. So I went with the one that's a good thing, but. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, they're 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 truckers with benefits. I like it. Um, yeah, <laughs> not I am, I'm, I, It is weird. I was I thinking about this today, uh, but this uh, this record is like probably the longest and hardest I've worked on anything in my life, and so it oh. is really fascinating to have it gotten to this point. And I had not set out to put this much work mm. into it, but it just kept taking more work. And like last summer, I spent the summer, and then a few months after, I spent like six months traveling basically exclusively trying to work on this album because as you guys know some people out there are doing an hour seven times a weekend they can just do their hour over and over again and then record it one night Mm -hmm. i get 10 minute spots most of the time so i had to work on this hour 10 minutes and i had to pick 10 minutes and then for three weeks just run that 10 minutes and then the next chunk and then run that for three weeks the the first time i ever did the whole hour was when we recorded it and mm-hmm. it's it's even harder, Alex, when you think that like this is probably where you develop the material on the podcast, and you have three other jerks just talking over you the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. and I have to make sure I don't because you, you these jerks sometimes say things that are funnier than the joke, and then yeah. I have to be like, well, I can't say that part, so now I have to write a thing that's as good as that. It's exhausting. <laughs> that's um, good. It's like but, a challenge, though. You know, like it's yeah, a it's a writing game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that your story was. You know, I expected it to be hard, but it was way way harder. And then you kind of just stopped there. You didn't really say like it was really satisfying, and I'm happy yeah, at the yeah. end. You Here's just the your story was just I expected this to be tough, and it was really, really tough. No, it's oh, I expected this on. to be relatively easy because I had already written most of the material. Right. It was extremely tough, and like I don't know. I mean, they're, they're, I don't know if it's gratifying. It comes out tomorrow. I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. Um, mm. it's going to be really interesting to find out how people react. So I'm just I'm in a, this state where I like worked for a year and a half on a project, and mm. tomorrow it sees the light of day. So. If it's anything like our book, it'll no one will care for six years and then it'll go crazy. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna play it for this my roommates. Still... I'm gonna see what they right. what they say. What happens mm. with it? For the for the record, they're not even comedy people. I don't even know mm. if they, they like, like comedy it. at all. Which um, will be funny to play it for. Well, if not, people. you can also just you can also just you know fire it up on on uh, Pandora. Click play. Turn your speakers off. Yeah, yeah. Just let I, it run. Let me get those frat ones. Just have it on loop. Yeah, I'm gonna. Could, wanna, if all of you could just loop this forever, those yeah, three yeah. micro pennies. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really gonna loop it, up. but uh, one of my friends is like a, into DJ stuff, and he has like a DJ turntable, and I'm just oh. gonna put you on like one of the on like the left yeah. track, and then mix in something else, and this I'll just see good. how they react. Yeah. I'm curious that. what the BPMs of my jokes were. Yeah, have oh you man, considered... the BPMs are gonna have to be super low, right? That's gonna be tough. <laughs> yeah, have you have you considered becoming like a part of mashup culture as a comedian? Getting yeah. it on the well, ground floor of that, you know? Well, match so, you this up, is, bro. This yeah. is like a real thing that happens on TikTok where people like, they just like lip sync your jokes or they'll like yeah. do mashups with your jokes. So there's stuff like that happening already. Although interestingly, because 
the record is through like the actual professional channels. If someone just like takes your video on TikTok and uses the sound, nothing good comes to you. Mm. Um, but if it's the actual audio track from the CD, it still ca- it counts as a play every time somebody watches mm. their video. So there's a woman who did a, a version of one of my jokes. It's got like half a million views and that counts as a half a million streams of that song for me, Heck of that yeah. track. So you call, um, your, you call your, your bit songs, Alex. That's interesting I, to no, know. That, I didn't well, know that. Wait, cause, you cause all the, like when I get my paperwork, it says like how many spins it got, which is very yeah. funny that they still call them spins. Yeah. Um, You'd have to be weird shape for you to spin this. Anyway, okay, that's all personal news. <laughs> Vanilla out tomorrow. Now, really quick, from the actual world, uh, the Oscar nominations came out. Ezra asked about this in our chat, and no yeah. one else responded. So, um, gentlemen, how are you feeling about the Oscar noms this year? I, I haven't seen shit, is what I realized. I was you haven't going seen to... any of the ten? Yeah. You, well, you've seen Dune. Uh, we know you've seen Dune. Dune yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. seen a few Dune. of them. I need to watch a few more of them. I was going to do that, but I kind of got busy watching um, Transformers the movie <laughs> this week. Yeah. Mm. I had to watch that. Uh, um, but no, I, I, I will, definitely... Sorry, just a, just a slight... I just want to make sure it's... You, the movie is called The Transformers colon The Movie. The Movie, Yeah, yes. The Transformers There's two the does in this title. The Transformers yeah. The Movie is how I, I, I can a, say it. I have a lot to catch up on. I'm pretty excited. Um, nothing really pops out to me as something. I really want to see the tragedy of Macbeth. That's like my number one with a bullet movie. I want to see of all the big ones. Yeah, that got um, a best actor nomination. Yeah. Not, it's not in the best picture it, nomination. It, yeah, it's I thought fun. that was going to be the one nominated for everything. I thought yeah. that's what people were saying. And then it kind of it. If that was what was being yeah. said, it sort of got snubbed, right? Yeah. In some, I guess so. Ways. Yeah, it got it got um, just best actor is the only yeah, big one I, that it got. I like the like. I for some reason I think because the movies were kind of harder to see. I, I mostly saw like fun statistical facts being thrown around <laughs> like spielberg is the first director to be nominated in six different decades which is oh. like a fun fact there Crazy. was something about like denzel being nominated in four different decades i think wow. like i saw a lot of people throwing around things like that that i was like oh that's pretty interesting um i but- um i've seen i it's funny that you said that they're hard to see i actually feel like this year was the so i got all my screeners and then every time I was like, let's go watch this this movie, I've got this exclusive screener because I'm in the in the Screen Actors Guild, so I get this cool. And then almost every movie, it's like, oh, I could have just watched that on Netflix. Oh, that one was on Prime. Oh, that one was on mm. HBO. That one's on Apple Plus. Like, yeah. almost, I feel like I've gotten almost nothing for my screeners. I, I could yeah. watch most of these for, for real. Yeah, I mean, I mostly just don't want to watch Don't Look Up. That's kind of my main yeah, takeaway from this. Either. I don't want to watch that. Uh, uh yeah i'm uh, that one is one of the ones i mean i some people clearly like it but that one seems like a real weird choice to be on the mm-hmm. best picture list yeah. and that's i think that's probably the least the small the, the furthest down on my list of, of movies. i've seen half of the best pictures already um that's pretty good uh and yeah i mean i'm trying to, i'm trying to take my job as a voter seriously yeah mm-hmm. and so I watched, i'm I was I was glad that Nightmare Alley got nominated because I really enjoyed that movie despite um, being told that I wouldn't, uh, but I loved it. So I'm glad that's on there. And mm. I thought Licorice Pizza was okay. Um, speaking of old timey metaphors, did you know that that's what a Licorice Pizza is? It's a record. Did you know that? What? Because they don't see it once yeah. in the movie. But it, uh, a record looks like looks a like, pizza made out of it black looks licorice. like a licorice pizza. Yeah. So that's what Man. that was. It was like oh a slang for records, God. and then there was a chain of record stores in Southern California called Licorice Pizza. But the but the name is just was also just meant record generally mm-hmm. because that's what it looks like. Oh, so um, is music really important in the movie? 
It is not. You'd think oh, this is about records. Nope. Is pizza important? Uh, is licorice nope. important? Bef- well, that's what I was complaining about to somebody Pretty was sucks. that there was no licorice and no pizza. And uh, they were like, you know, that's records, right? I was like, well, there was, there's no record stores either. Yeah. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> the point still stands. The point well, is I just, mean, it's really just a movie about um, there's a, a lot of woman records who's 20 about, years older dating yeah. a teenager. I was yeah, going to say I this about is, it, and, yeah. I, and I have not seen it yet, and that's all anyone says about it. I mean, not, if you if really. you can get past the fact that she is doing statutory rape for the entire movie, it's got some charm to it. Tom Waits shows up; <laughs> he's a delight. But the fundamental, and it's <laughs> a romance, and it's hella gross. So that's yeah. strange. Also, that that just a lot happened. of um, a lot of film people I know, especially like one of my favorite film critics is Walter Chaw. I mention it a lot. He's a Asian American uh, film critic. He has written a lot of great pieces about the the movie has uh, and like Paul Thomas Anderson has been pretty shitty in his response, but a lot of jokes at the expense of Asian people in the film. There is an extremely racist character and every and it's inexplicable and it's out of nowhere. And everybody in the movie is like based on someone that P.T. Anderson hung out with in the 70s. And so I'm assuming this guy is a real guy, but it's inexplicable why he's just there being racist in five scenes and then is not yeah. important to the show it's which very is, strange choice which isn't something that usually like bothers me i'm very privileged to say that but you know i've heard from a lot of sort of people in that community talking about like especially like seeing it in the in a packed theater when a scene that is like i think even maybe pta was hoping would like get a revulsion from the audience but it actually got huge laughs and being right. like a an you know an asian american this is the problem anytime somebody's like there, no yeah. the joke is he's so stupid that he's racist and you're like yeah. everyone's just laughing at your racist joke no yeah, one right. is doing that that weird ironic bank shot yeah, actually into being understanding people still do racist jokes like all the time well, like they're not like they're not like prehistoric they're not yeah, like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not like finding them with dinosaur bones mm-hmm. like they're happening they happen all the yeah. time people and are used to would, them it would be dead. Like I love Paul Thomas Anderson. I am a I'm a very big fan of all of his works. He does make maybe the whitest movies of anybody <laughs> working today. I mean, I don't know. I can't think of a single like he makes Don, the widest movies. That's like I'm a just I'm this seriously. Yeah, yeah like, you know, Don Cheadle's and Boogie Nights, but I can't think of any other minority characters or especially minority leads in any yeah. of his movies. He makes movies yeah. very very much about you know angry white men uh yeah. but play for like odie comedy which is just just a real blind spot for him so i think it's odd that he would like go out of his way and then especially with like his response to it has been so like look like I, I, i'm an otis why would you question me it's just so <laughs> what? It's so irresponsible and shitty i don't know um, i mean that sounds like it's probably his response to literally every question so yeah. i'm not shocked but um, but yeah, yeah, I still, it's, I still want to see a it. Weird movie. I, there's yeah. some th- parts of it that are interesting. I, I think the 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 Himes, the Heim family, the band Heim. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Heim. Is it Heim? Heim. I thought it was Heim. It is Heim. Somebody yeah, corrected me when I said that before. Anyway, um, like she is the star, is one of the the women from that band, and then her family, mm-hmm. who is also in the band, plays her family in the movie, and they are mm-hmm. terrific. And she is yeah. really, really good. And then also. Also, it's um uh it's what's his what's his name's son? Hoffman's son. It's Philip Seymour yeah. Hoffman's son, and he is also yeah. great. And as soon as I was told yeah. afterwards that that's Philip Seymour Hoffman's son, I was like, oh man, it is like a. I was yeah. watching little Philip. You ever watch? You ever see that <sighs> clip of when he took him to the Oscars when he was like six or seven? 
No. But he took, um, I forget the son's name. But yeah, there's a really cute clip of him and uh, his dad uh, just hanging mm. out. Which always makes me very sad. Because yeah. of, all, of all the big actors who have passed away sort of in our lifetime, Philip Seymour Hoffman is definitely the one I feel like we lost the most great performances yeah. out of. Yeah. Like, yeah. he was yeah. a guy who, like... So... Went hard so in movies, good. he had no reason to go that hard. Yes. He, like... You ever seen like a Long Came Polly terrible Ben Stiller no. movie? No. But his comedic performance in that movie is so incredible. And he could not, he didn't need to do any of that, but he did because he's yeah. a goddamn incredible yeah. actor. He was yeah. great. The, the yeah, one other yeah. thing that we, we yeah. got oh, sorry, Hunter, go ahead. You, well, I just wanted to hit you with a fact real quick. This is a fact. Actors get better as they get older. They get better at their craft, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. If you, when you get really lucky with an actor is when they're, like, in their 70s and they're still, like, really yeah. good. And that's what we miss with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Right. Is him getting really ancient yeah. and being just this, like, amazing, like, well. Like, yeah. it's when the, it's the people, the craziest actors to me are the ones that, like, don't even have to move anymore. <laughs> and it's just, yeah. like, and they can destroy you. Because I mean, that's like, one person just, I'm not sure fits that is uh, Al Pacino, who is really yeah. weird in House of Gucci. Al, P- Al Pacino's too creative for his own good. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that's the problem. Well, I, I mean, speaking of Oscars, right? Al Pacino also famously uh, got re- rewarded for his worst performance ever. So he thinks that's what people want out of him. Right. But yeah. if he had won an Oscar for Godfather, Serpico, Dog Day Afternoon, all of his great performances... But instead, he does. He, he wins for Scent of a Woman, yeah. yeah. And so he's like, oh, this is what people want from me. But it's I mean, like, Alex, you can, yeah. Alex, when you vote, you can ruin someone's career then, if you do this right. Yeah. By giving yeah. Wrong. by rewarding someone too early. Yes, yeah. or, or yeah, too whatever. late. Yeah, for the wrong time, whatever it is. You, yeah. This is yeah, all for the you, wrong Alex. movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a possibility. That's interesting. I the the one thing that like was really surprising to a lot of people about the best uh, actress list was. Um, was uh, Lady Gaga from House of Gucci got nothing, and I will say I thought I thought she was great. I I really enjoyed her in Gucci. Yeah. I, well, I she, thought it was a great time, and she won was for a best joke. song. Yes. for uh, just a few years ago, right? Yes. So like sometimes that gets counted against you if you want. Yeah, to it's possible, but like yeah. she, but for not an like for a yeah. person who came from the world of not acting fairly yeah. recently, she goes super hard in a really interesting role, and the movie is very flawed but she is great in it and the joke around la twitter at least was there was a very small earthquake at around the same time the oscars were nominations came out and the joke on twitter was that was lady gaga slamming a door she was so angry yeah Uh, (laughs) it was pretty good also joke have you guys ever seen this is just speaking of austin have you ever seen the the video of steven spielberg not getting nominated for jaws (laughs) <laughs> no. Have you ever seen that? No. It's he so like you know, Jaws came out, it's this huge commercial success. The Oscar nominations were coming over were coming out. Spielberg invited a bunch of people to his house to watch them live, and they had someone documenting the whole thing. Um, and the movie no. got a bunch of award nominations, including Best Picture, and they snubbed him on director. And you can see it in like recording him being like, oh, I just it's so weird. Like, who gets nominated for Best Picture but doesn't get nominated for Best Director? <laughs> it's it's an amazing, amazing, That's really, really uh, funny piece the, of archival. We'll, we'll go along on these when the when uh, the show happens. We'll do our reviews of all of yeah. the movies. We'll do a little chat about them. The one other thing I, that jumps out at me from this list, though, is Will Smith getting uh, for Best Actor oh, yeah. because he is absolutely ridiculous and distracting in that movie. Yeah. Um, he is 
su- doing such a weird and it yeah. may even be like a good impression of of king richard but of the of uh, um uh, richard williams but it is so distracting and weird there is no way that that is the best actor of the year but isn't it isn't insane. it fucked up that he's probably gonna win but that it's a very much a pacino thing like he is he's gonna get i i really would put money if i the one i'm positive on is will smith winning as a career win for Crazy. his entire career because yeah, he, he probably should have gotten it a bunch of times <laughs> yeah exactly yeah he could have gone in for wild wild west and now they're getting back after we watched that movie we definitely walked out singing to ourselves wild wild tennis wild, <laughs> wild that's tennis. pretty good yeah but yeah i do that's think pretty, I, if, I hope you're wrong about that so bad i you know i'm assuming it's in my head having not even seen it i'm assuming it's benedict cumberbatch because he's very good at acting and yeah. will smith is absolutely unhinged in this movie it's bonkers what he's but doing. that's the thing with like even if i'm sure i really want to see uh the way of the yeah, dog it's big. it sounds big yeah um i really love power that director she made the power of the dog she made like the piano yeah. a bunch of other great stuff and like i th- I think that benedict cumberbatch is like again he's very young he has a long time to win oscars i just really see that will smith getting a career oscar at yeah. this point yeah you know? I mean, same way with like you know Denzel winning for Training Day instead of Malcolm X. I mean, they do this a lot. Makeup awards, uh, yeah, yeah. The makeup yeah. awards, you know, Pacino for Scent of a Woman instead of all his other roles. Uh, oh, and it just feels of, like Will Smith has has won. Speaking of uh, makeup awards, this is um, uh, let's see, just this is something I, I, we should have done off the air, but I forgot to, which is um. When these came out, somebody tweeted at us, and I wish I had this in front of me, but was like, I'm looking forward to your entire hair and makeup Oscars. Mm. Is this a reference that we from something we said on the show that I've forgotten? Mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, well, I, I mean, don't we remember. definitely make me remember my own words. <laughs> I mean, it's again, I haven't seen a lot of the movies, but I feel like just because you know, something we talk about every Oscar season is that a lot of the hair and makeup costume design, it's really like the not the best, it's the most. Right. So I feel like Cruella definitely has that on lock. I haven't seen it, but I right. know the only thing people think, liked about that movie is the fashion and hair would, and makeup, right? I would say that actually uh, that might be another chance for Gooch because um, the, oh, yeah, oh, the yeah. costuming in House of Gooch is amazing. Yeah. And the hair yeah, well, it better be. You know? That was from yeah. Patrick um, who said that. So maybe this, maybe Patrick, you just have to re-explain that because mm-hmm. like I said before, I forget about everything I say on the yeah, show. Wait, wait. So I'm two things. It. So one, anytime you... you like tell us a thing that's like inside joke please footnote it because we're yeah. not gonna remember <laughs> that'd be very helpful for, him, for us and secondly i looked it up uh Hayim. it is Hayim. two wow. two syllables I've, so i've been corrected twice and both times to the wrong answer okay we do have to wrap this has been way, way over time on this we have to get into it but we can keep maybe our second segment short because this movie is the worst all right we'll <laughs> jump into the movie <laughs> time for segment two the game this week we are we watched the transformers colon the movie the 1986 animated sci-fi action film based on the transformers television no sorry based on the transformers television series no the which is in turn based on hasbro's transformers toy line which is based on takara's diaclone and micro change toy lines which are in turn based on the microman action figures famously as you guys obviously know microman where this started out um, were originally marketed there. So they're action figures, but the, the, the thing of the toy, they were marketed as being actual size. So they were, 
a species of micro people who hailed from a fictional planet called micro earth <laughs> and they had disguised themselves on earth as action figures anyway this sounds like, like a very this. clever yeah. and fun toy company this and is i like better it. than transformers <laughs> the deep, well the transformers deep the toy is great yeah we can all agree that a truck turning into a robot yeah. is a fun toy and we can yeah. also agree that after 30 years no one has come up with a plausible reason why this could work as a story yeah right I mean, have any of you guys seen Bumblebee, the one made by the guy? Oh, yeah, the, no, I have not the, seen the, that. Yeah. By Tra- nice. Travis Knight, Travis, right? Travis Knight, yeah. Travis Knight's live-action debut. Uh, it's got Haley Steinfeld in it, John Cena. Genuinely a really good movie. It's the only good Transformers movie I have, I have ever seen. I've heard that, and I do believe yeah. you, but do they, is there a at any point a suggestion of what is the benefit for these giant space robots to be able to be disguised as a truck for a few minutes. So, it's cool. So they can it's be cool. in disguise on Earth because <laughs> nope, people it's don't. Cool. Nope. Because it's they, just cool. There's just, in this movie, there's just yeah. a city where they're just yeah. themselves, but then they also can transform to cars which yeah. are slower at getting around well, than they oh, are wait. as robots. Oh, okay, no, no, no. You just don't get the lore, bro. You, <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. You're not understanding the lore. So the way yeah. that it works is the Transformers came to Earth. Uh-huh. And they, they, they're not... When they're when before they were on Earth, they didn't transform into cars. They don't even yeah. know what a car is, bro. Well, that's why what I was wondering is where that why they're like we are human Earth because they transform yeah. into like human tape recorders in space, bro. Yeah. They're robots in disguise. It's a disguise. They're disguising yeah. themselves as cars. The problem is the stuff. movie. For the problem for me then is that the movie mm. is too far into the lore, so I don't yeah. need, I don't see those don't things. Know. That's not a problem. With, that's the problem with the whole property <laughs> is yeah. that. That's the premise. I just gave you the premise, and the premise is, I guess, fine. I mean, no. it's not good, but no, because also so. robots in space doesn't make any sense either. Um, <laughs> so, which we'll get to. But I also have to say before that, so this is the 1986 uh, animated film, and it's starring the voice talents of Eric Idle, Judd Nelson, Leonard Nimoy, Robert Stack, Lionel Stander, Orson Welles, and of course, importantly, Scatman Crothers. Yeah, who was also the orderly yeah. from when we flew over the cuckoo's nest last week, and so that was Hunter's yeah. pick. That's He's what moved us here. In it. <laughs> And it yeah. also features from fade in to fade out 89 straight minutes of bumping 80s rock music. Yeah. Yeah. And we have to have to give a shout out to Peter Collins, who is the voice actor of Optimus Prime, who is oh, yes. the one, he's still doing Optimus Prime to this day in all the mm. movies. Really? Uh, he's I, also I thought the voice... Optimus Prime was dead. So why is he still doing that? He, well, he's the voice of Eeyore as well. He's the voice of a bunch of things. He's a really oh, he's a very prolific voice actor. But like, dude, also, also, so what we should highlight is Frank Welker, who is a voice actor that you've experienced so many times and so many mm-hmm. different things. Yes, Anytime any character has a weird, shrill, or off-putting or annoying like voice in anything, it's, it's Frank. Frank every yeah. single time. I, you know, he's one of those guys on the, on the cast list. He's listed as playing Wheelie, yeah. Megatron, Soundwave, Frenzy, and Rumble. Yeah. So you're like, this is a this is a guy's doing his work. There were a lot of like just heavy hitters. I, I forgot that Soundwave here. was in the movie. I just forgot about that character. Yeah. That there was like just What's a it? tape set. Character. Almost yeah. the only interesting character. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Oh, very Grimlock. possibly. What? Oh, Grimlock, Grimlock was also up there. Almost an interesting character. Um, so let me give you those. Well, so for those of you who are Unicron not, uh, definitely is the most fascinating of all the characters. Sure. He's a big sure. planet. He moons out of his yeah. cloaca and is played by Orson Welles for some reason. Barely played by Orson Welles. <laughs> yeah, he's been- <laughs> a, Orson Welles recorded all of his lines in one day, five days before he died. 
Yeah. Uh, and he was so incredibly weak and ill at the time that that so is crazy. why his voice is so heavily synthesized. Because it was the only way they could get a usable take out of him. Rather than, like, they already paid him all this money, so they had to use him. They had to have that name recognition. But it's like, especially because, you know, Orson Welles is such an iconic voice normally. I mean, Pinky and the Brain is entirely based around how iconic and great Orson Welles' voice is. But it doesn't sound like Orson Welles at all in this movie. I don't know what Orson Welles died of, but was he weak and sick because he had read the script of this movie? Ah. Mm. He didn't um, read okay. the script of this movie, Alex. <laughs> yeah, like, he he you serious? Okay, well, so since you guys at home probably also don't remember the plot of the 1986 film, The Transformers, the movie, um, let me explain. First, let me give you a, a quick mm. background on the franchise, and then I will explain the plot of this movie in between three and four bullet points in my patented micro summary. So, and remember all the time when I'm saying this, that the idea could be good for toys and bad for movies, that that's possible. Okay, so the Transformers are giant robot aliens who can change into human cars, and they're made of metal and car parts, but they're also flying around in spaceships, which are made of metal and parts, which is kind of like us making spaceships out of human skin. They're not all cars. Some are also birds or cassette tapes, but they're all sentient metal that does age and does feel pain, but also doesn't feel pain at other times. And the reason they change into human cars, obviously, um, is to provide an advantage of some kind, which they do all the time and it always seems to slow them down, but they do it anyway. Um, They can also fly, so they don't need to be cars. Also, importantly, the robot alien... Uh, aliens are split into two teams who look identical and act almost completely the same. Um, and uh, this is all set in the way in the future of 2005. So there are hoverboards and only two humans left on Earth, a father and son who wear suits that make them look just like the space robots. There's also a lady robot with lipstick who has good instincts around children. And then they all have lips and some of them can play trumpet. That's that's the background. Yeah, yeah you're nailing it. Okay, yeah, so here's the movie. Space robot truck alien soldier dies and becomes the <laughs> Matrix, and in doing so, hands over the leadership, which is also the Matrix, to an other space robot alien soldier truck because he got stabbed in the robot parts um, by another space robot who hides in a space train. But the to be clear, the trucks are sentient; the train, space train, not sentient. But it is a train that goes into space. Yeah, I'm pretty sure point, the train is sentient. He is, is a it? machine, yeah, that turns into yeah, yeah, a train. Yeah, yeah, You don't assume that. In. Okay, you the assume it's are not sentient, but he is yeah. a sentient tr- train. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Thank you. More at, sense, yes. At one, point, Alex. at one point, a couple space robot trucks end up fighting underwater where they're fighting a space robot squid. Um, yeah. Also, there's a Death Star that eats moons in its cloaca, and it recruits the leader of the bad robots to capture the Matrix necklace from the good robot because he really wants it. And uh, then they end up on a junk planet. And I think he does get the necklace briefly and he doesn't like it. And then there's a lot of flashing in the movie. And so I may have just had a seizure and I do not remember the rest of the movie. But I think the good robots win. But I also think the main one stays dead. Yeah, Alex, you're yeah. completely misrepresenting the movie. I can no, explain the not. plot. No, no let, me explain, let me explain the plot much right, Well, simpler. then I'm going to explain okay. it after Anthony. Okay, we'll okay. Take turns. Gonna, only fair. Yeah, we'll all take turns. But the, the plot of this movie is... Hasbro wanted to refresh their toy line. <laughs> so we need to kill all the old toys. No. So that we can sell new toys. Yes. The movie. Have an alternate. <laughs> that is the whole movie. And that's I, a pretty solid. So wait, so so, so all of these characters because all these characters are just insane and hard to keep track of, but yeah. some of them were not in the previous Transformers things. No, they were. They all were. Mm-hmm. 
But they want a new. Like, that's why, like, just Megatron like every... gets a new version of him in this oh, movie. Oh, right. okay, I see. I see. Yeah, they all and they had they wanted to kill Optimus Prime because they wanted to traumatize a bunch of children. No, they, uh, okay, no, 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 no. Let me let. let dude, here I we do, go. I feel like people. Before you do this, Hunter, I'm really excited yeah. about yours. But just to stay on this for a second, I do feel like people were traumatized by this. I feel like I've seen this as a meme, like yes. people being upset about Optimus Prime dying. But a a forty foot tall space robot whose entire face is covered by a piece of sheet metal so you cannot see any emotion on it, and who dies from the same blow that everyone else takes a thousand times and doesn't hurt them. I just, I don't know if I've ever felt less for a character dying in a movie than Optimus well, Prime. That's because I just don't understand why they did it, or how okay, they did it. Okay, one, like, Alex, that's because he wasn't your robot daddy that you watched every Saturday <laughs> on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And two, what you just said, that complaint is how we ended up with Optimus Prime having a fucking mouth in the Michael Bay movies, <laughs> which really freaks me out. Yeah. Well, right there, what you just said. It's, it's like a beak. He's... It's not even a mouth. It's like a beak. Yeah. I Okay, well, I'm sorry I did that, but I can see what they were thinking. All right, uh, Hunter, please okay. give me here's attempt my, number three at a summary. Here's my summary. Movie. So in 1980, Ronald Reagan is elected president <laughs> of the United States. Yeah. <laughs> Once... <laughs> Once Ronald yeah, Reagan is elected president, one of the first things out of his big dumb mouth <laughs> is I think it would be cool if you could sneak advertisements into children's brains. Okay. Hasbro <laughs> makes Transformers naturally to sell toys. Uh -huh. They do. They're like, we should make a movie uh, and we should refresh the toy line. Like, that's true. But then they hand it to some weird people that decide to be like creative about it. Uh -huh. For some reason, like, I think this was this movie is people earnestly trying to make you care about the Transformers by killing many of them very quickly. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and it's not just a cynical refreshing the toy line thing, because if Hasbro wanted to do that, there were a million non emotional ways to do that. Like, just give yeah. them new outfits and shit. Right. For some reason, they like kind of got too serious about something that mattered only yeah. to children. I will yeah. say there are two parts of this movie that I find interesting in the greater scheme of things. One is that is killing off Optimus Prime. And the other one is the planet where they do trials. And when they say you're innocent, they throw you into a shark tank to be eaten <laughs> alive. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they only want to kill the innocent. Or shark right. innocent, we, and we know. never yeah. find out if it's the same for guilty people because yeah. no one was ever guilty. Right. Fascinating choices, but the rest of the movie, I would disagree about saying this was written by creative people. I believe the process of this movie was a Mad Lib. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I believe. I'm not saying that. I'm not. I'm not paying a compliment to anyone. <laughs> I want to be clear. Right, right, I'm right. complimenting no one. I'm saying that it was unnecessary to do it this way and that's what i think is so hilarious about the movie i do believe that i just think that the script writing process was mad lib like they are there are sentences where they are just throwing like there's there's a at one point they're like there's they've got more shark decons than we have photocons and it's like there's no way Dude, even the people writing this knew what I these teams so and these well, words good luck. I mean, good like put yourself in their shoes for a second. They're having to write a movie that includes all of these toys because that is the point. Alex. Too many toys, yeah. 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 An impossible number of toys that all have ludicrous names. Okay. Yeah. And and have new toys be introduced in the movie yeah. and fit all that in like an hour and, and a half. And they're fighting the whole time. And the there's a series all of flashing lights, and they're just mm. bumping into each other making noise, and there's mm. this driving 80s rock music. It feels and like watching. Touch. 
it feels like you watched a pinball machine for 90 minutes. Yeah. It's just got that vibe of pinball of just like yeah, noise, also shaking, like, like It'll be like, oh, that's Leonard Nimoy. But it's like, a yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. <laughs> There's a Weird Al song. It makes yeah. no sense. And then it just keeps happening. I mean, this movie was made by a bunch of crazy people who aren't the greatest writers and really do not how, know how to like have things move from and towards the camera and keep a steady <laughs> scale. Uh, I mean, drawing perspectives is really, really hard. But the way things change size constantly as they move further yep. and closer yep. to the camera is wild to look at. I mean, they're transforming. I mean, yeah. This is in the name. They're supposed to do it. <laughs> Always to transform. I definitely um, I, had a seizure from the flashing, so I didn't notice the changing of size, but that might have also been contributing to how sick I felt the whole time. I, I think, okay, so I know we have a lot of Transformer haters here. Uh, I feel yeah. obligated to say that, obviously, I have to find a take why this is good, uh, clearly. Um, so, no, it is good. It is good. Because so, here's the thing. Look, like, if you're arguing, like, like, yes, all right, there's way too many Transformers. Yes, they all look the same. Uh, but in their defense, they kill a lot of them real fast. And so it's mm-hmm. like, you just, it's like. But I didn't like, know if they had actually killed them or not because I couldn't tell if they were getting up or they're they being. Because so they were all many. the same. Hell, like, <laughs> they killed so many. That even but in I the first season. I couldn't tell if they, they stayed dead or not. Even Pranix. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't tell you who was. <laughs> well, a lot of them of... died, Alex. And every character in this movie. Uh, was someone's favorite character. That's what <laughs> yeah. you should know. Is that many, many of these characters died, and they died fast. They died yeah. as if it was meaningless for yes. them to die. Like it, you know, you know how it is. Like in real life, it was like that, <laughs> except they were a child's favorite character. I mean, that is fascinating. Honestly, this is not a uh, like a watchable movie by any stretch, but as a Mm-mm. as a moment of culture to just kill off all these children's favorite toys is a really interesting thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, I really it's love, very postmodern. Um, you know, to talk as a, cause I actually liked transformers when I was a kid. Uh, the, it really makes me laugh the scene. And I wonder if it made y'all laugh. I don't know. Uh, when Starscream dumps Megatron out of the, like, he's <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> they're like, we need to, what is it? They're like, they need oh, to yeah, lighten need the to load or something. Yeah. Lo- yeah. They'll lighten the load. They yeah, reduce the, the drag of their spaceship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. In it's, space. so, it's so convoluted. Like what? Why do they need to do that? They already did the work of getting out of the atmosphere. And now that they're in space, you're like, we should jettison a few robots. And they just yeah. fuck them out of door. condoing it. That's all. What, what? Like, does, this, does this Megatron spark joy? No. Out you go, no, buddy. <laughs> what I like about it is they were like, they took a vote. They were like, should we kick the weak robots out? And all the weak robots voted against it. And then the strong robots, which I don't even know if they had enough votes, but they were just like, if we push them out, then we will also win the vote. So they it's just did the quorum. Yeah. Yeah. It's I like mean, honestly funny. Like that is like funny? a legitimately no. funny scene. I mean, look at like just from what we've talked about, all the incredible social commentary that's already in this movie. One, <laughs> the idea of two armies that looked alike. What's really the difference between uh, them? Right? Alex pointed yeah. that out. Hunter, you were talking about the kangaroo court scene. Right. Uh, you as you're talking about the way they turn on each other real fast. I mean, this if this is an '80s America summed up in like 90 minutes yeah, of did. horrible cheap animation, I don't know what is. I did see, I did catch that the bad guys um, didn't work together as a team. So I did feel like the one thing besides mm. buying mo- new toys that kids were supposed to learn was that good guys work well together. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah. It's oh. true. 
I mean, so there's so many there's so many things that I, I I love hate about this a lot. Like one, uh-huh. you so it seems like they have blasters like built into them sometimes, but sometimes also, some of them like just transform from giant robots to tiny little guns as well to be <laughs> held. Yeah. And that is remarkable. Like, why would they do that? Yeah. They're clearly more useful if they stay in big form. Yeah. I like, actually, the, yeah, the, as far as the transforming, the two things I liked the most were when one becomes the other person's tool in some way. Like, when one becomes yeah. a tape that goes inside the other guy's chest, oh my which God. is delightful and creepy. And the other one was there was a large microscope looking at somebody for health reasons, and then it unfurled into a full robot and my wife went Ugh! and that was my other favorite part of the movie was just not expecting that to also be a robot I, I have always wondered when Transformers like shoot a weapon like a gun out of them oh, what are question. they projecting is it yes. like oh a my god yeah, yeah they're wow. shooting you with kidneys yeah oh, like, I never they, thought about it like is that is that like how they expel waste from their body is they turn it also into good question. wait but if you're expelling waste does that mean they're eating uh I mean, they eat i don't know have they I ever mean, eaten I, you want to get real crazy why is there one girl transformer do transformers have sexes are they like smurfs how do they procreate yeah. That's a very good question. oh it's like um, it's like a queen kind of thing where there's one single like uh like producing reproducing female and like everyone else is like, like a that was the queen situation. yeah Mm-hmm. Um, I How will do they just reproduce? quickly want to answer it before the emails come flooding in. Yes, Transformers can and do eat mostly Cybertronian food. That makes sense. Is, that well, that didn't really answer the question now, did it? Though? A common misconception that Energon is food to the Transformers is also cleared up while they do eat it on occasions. <laughs> mostly <laughs> Energon is their fuel, not a source of food. <laughs> they oh, do man. eat it on occasion. What occasion no, do they yeah. eat? Is it like... <laughs> And also, yeah, sometimes food is fuel. Mitzvah, That's normal. They eat it for bat mitzvah, but not yeah, anything. Yeah, holidays, <laughs> rituals, stuff like that, you know. Yeah, bat you know mitzvah. you get dressed up sometimes and then you have some gasoline, but not all the time. I know that. Yeah, yeah. Technic- according to this post on uh, a Tumblr, so I can't uh, verify it, they do also poo. <laughs> you know, so maybe so they don't need the guns to get rid of their waste. They can also just drop it. I mean, the one thing I do have to say I respect about this movie is when Michael Bay killed Optimus Prime in one of his Michael Bay movies, he brought Optimus Prime back not 10 minutes later. Yeah, it's true. And I like yeah. that this movie not only kills Optimus Prime in 20 minutes, but, but yeah, the he's color dead. goes out of his body and he yeah. stays dead. That, that, is, that, is, that was a very interesting choice that black and white is a dead robot, that the color yeah, no, apparently saw, was based saw- on... He saw those like four like heartbeat type things, but they're all just different colors, and he just ran out of those colors. <sighs> so when the, all the color palette went down to zero, that's like that. He was like, "Oh no, I'm out of red, and got to die now." There were also some robots that were doing construction that were called constructicons. Yeah. But oh, yeah. if Hunter, what you explained to me earlier is true, then they were hiding as construction workers because they didn't know what like a dozer yeah. was in the yeah. space. So, but they were already called Constructicons, but they did not construct until they I got a better. I got a, so, so there's the. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed the Dinobots. Yeah, there's also Dinobots. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the dino, so what that suggests is that those robots went to Earth at a prehistoric time, right? Mm-hmm. Saw dinosaurs and were like, "We got to blend in," you know, because yeah. otherwise, well, otherwise I mean, we'll be standing out too much. Otherwise, <laughs> they'll notice. Like the, the most dinosaurs, upsetting... dude. The most upsetting thing about this is I I kind of I didn't really watch Transformers when I was a kid. What I did watch was Beast Wars. 
which is oh, yeah. exactly oh, the premise you set up. Transformers, but they went to the prehistoric time and they hide as dinosaurs. Okay, right, but why do they need to hide? Like, who are they the, hiding from? That's what yeah, I'm that's saying. That's a good question. Like, there's but, no one. There's literally no one to hide from. Like, dinosaurs <laughs> are not going to organize around like <laughs> expel the They're Autobots from, from asteroids. From the Hunter, <laughs> yo, that's asteroids. a good point. Yeah, asteroids yeah. were oh, coming asteroids. for dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. But I was okay. explaining to my wife what Beast Wars was. And I was talking about how much I loved it and how good the um, how like how good it looked when I was a kid because I remember it looking like photorealistic. Yeah, I don't think uh, it did. But you guys should do me a favor and Google Beast Wars to see what it looks like because oh, in yeah, my it head like... it was like looking like reality. Oh, but looking yeah, back looked, at the screenshots, it is yeah. the ugliest looking thing I have ever seen in my I entire mean, life. Early nineties CG. Yeah, we just didn't know any better. Yeah, at the time wow. that seemed good. Yeah, um, yeah, I, that, yeah, I uh, loved that as a kid. Th- this looks ridiculous. Um, this looks like uh, what was it? It's like the what was it like? It was like primal, like primal oh, that video game. Yes, yeah, primal rage you. where you fight dinosaurs and you're, you're you're a god, I think. You know, or a you're big, all gods. A big yeah, one of those things. You know, it's like they um, all look together. That the, the the big King Kongs and the and the yeah, dinosaurs. I remember that. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, this um, is awful looking, Anthony. This is like hilariously yeah. bad. Looking. Yeah. But yeah. again, so, the, so so transforming into a dinosaur and into a robot or into a giant monkey and a robot sounds like a hell of fun toy. The, it like what's amazing about this is that the, the franchise has lasted so long, where the stories make no sense, but the toy that was the original founding principle of this right. continues to seem dope. Right. <laughs> Well, you have to remember, I, I mean, that it's toy first. I mean, that's the whole point. Like, the toy is the important part. The yeah, movie like basically is the toys are so good that this ass movie is, like, not hurting it, but actually helping it go along. People are like, okay, well, yeah. these do seem like fun toys. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, man, what blows my mind about stuff like Transformers is every once in a while I'll meet someone who's like, yeah, you like the movies aren't great, but like if you read the comic books and like really get oh. into the lore <laughs> and you're like, you you actually th- like maybe it is actually really good. Maybe it actually no. does make sense in that medium when a writer who really cares about it. Um, well, and, you know, like I said, I mean, Bumblebee I is legitimately a good movie. From okay, what I remember, so here's, here's the know? job. The job is obvious. The thing that we have to do right now is very clear. This is what we did for the dark universe. We solved that problem. Uh, what do we do? What is our? How do we make a good Transformers movie right now? Oh no! Just make Bumblebee again. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I mean, the thing with like Transform, even like okay, the first. But Michael Anthony, Bay it is movie. probably copyrighted. Yeah, but so we have to write a new movie. We're working in the universe anyway, but like the thing that like the first Michael Bay movie, which had like Steven Spielberg, was like had a real heavy hand in, and like. Then my Bumblebee does really well is if you get into the idea of like a kid and their robot buddy, right? Mm-hmm. Then you have an emotional through line, right? You bet then you're basically making ET, but with a giant robot with guns, right? So and then you so, just make ET with a giant robot with guns and you're good to go. That's okay, all you, you I need. Get I get it. I, I see that. That's a great idea. Except Someone else already did it. So we need to think of a way. So yeah. I want to do a reboot. I want to do a from scratch. Somebody at Hasbro has just brought the four of us a toy where it can be a, a robot or it can fold into a semi truck. Pretty cool folding truck. Fun. You can go vroom vroom yeah. or you can go yeah. brr, 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 brr. Mm-hmm. and we have to make a, a, a an origin story in a movie about these toys. What okay, do we have? 
We're in Ooh. Ottawa. We are protesting <laughs> oh, no. vaccine mandates. Oh, no. <laughs> All right? We pull into the Capitol in a semi-truck. The government's right. not taking us seriously because of globalists. We're so what we do? Alex's comedy on our radios. Yeah. 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 Vanilla. Is Alex Falcone, Alex Jones, the team that won't stop. Yeah. Alex Falcone. As far as I know, the only Alex who's not cool. Um, but okay. So, so what is, do they have to be from space? Here's a question. Could no. this be no. a thing that somebody built? Like, could this be an eccentric, I mean, you know, yeah, like a Honey, I Shrunk it, the Kid? I think, that's too, kid. I think that's too far. I think that's too far. Oh, look, okay. They have to the, be sentient. Thing, Alex, the thing is, like, um, yeah, right. If, if it's just a, just a build, it's like um, that real steel, like um, robot robot boxing thing. Um, yeah, yeah. But my, my thinking is, like, you know, I've watched a lot of kids stuff. Really, the way it happens is you just you just keep on adding nouns that kids like to the same thing. <laughs> Yeah. So it's like so it's a it's robot this... truck that delivers pizza. Oh, right. And yeah. it's also a ninja and like yeah. um like, you know, is a unicorn as well. And right? and, like, and loves to surf. Yeah. Oh my god. Right. You got me with the unicorn. Yeah, the unicorn's a solid addition. <laughs> um okay. I'm 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 mostly okay with that. But I do think like it's not the robot fighting cuz you're not inside of it, but if somebody built a robot mm-hmm. and like they were like, this is supposed to be a war robot, and it's a clever... I'm going to use this as my army because I can hide them as normal trucks, but they can right. unfold in these giant robots that can punch stuff and shoot guns. But then, the advanced AI, it's a little bit too advanced. They seem yeah. to be... They come to life. They don't want to be war robots. They just want to move merchandise around the country on America's Alex, highways. This is, we got to get the kids in there. Like I, I, got, I got a simple pitch right here. Yeah. I think the problem with the Transformers is that it is unnecessary for there to be so many of them. So uh, yes, uh, yes. I, just I mean, give me one robot that can transform into anything. It transforms oh. into all kinds of stuff, mm. and then that way it can be a unicorn. You know what I mean? Oh, it okay, can be okay. so anything. I was going to say the problem with this pitch is that our you know, our, our daddies over at Hasbro are going to say, no, we need a lot of toys. But Toy Daddy would not mind if you're like, look, it's Optimus Prime slash Unicorn, Optimus Prime slash Truck, yes. Optimus yes. Prime slash Surfboard. So you still Optimus can sell Prime the same number of toys, but they all have the same name. It. Ezra's excited. Well, I just realized that Toy Daddy, Toy Daddy is absolutely Santa's name, right? <laughs> like, Santa Claus is Toy Daddy. Canonically, yes, I think so. That um, was that was not good. You were not helping our pitch. You just wanted to say no, Santa. No, well, you I just wanted to say Toy Daddy. Someone had to know. But but okay, so I just saw um, Ron Goes Wrong, <laughs> um, which is pretty good. And and basically, it's like everyone has these robot buddies, um, except for the one sad kid. And he gets a bad one, basically. Mm. And so I like the idea of like, oh, it's just standard issue. Everyone gets uh, everyone gets a Transformer. You know, it's like they're, it's like they're helper bots. And there's one mm. loser kid who uh, has no Transformer and also then later gets a loser Transformer. Um, yeah, I was gonna say, what if it? Because if it's like about if it's about wealth and privilege, and it's like the rich kids have these really good transformers, and the poor kids get like assigned a transformer at school, but then it turns out they actually have a deeper emotional connection to them or something. Something better happens from those. I want to mm-hmm. see a transformer movie that is like a transformer comes here, no Decepticons, they and we just get into like rally racing. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you and your co are like literally partners, right? 
That's yeah, kind of cool. To you, you know? Actually, like, so wait, so I, Speed Racer, but with Transformers instead of whatever they had. Yeah, I like I mean, were. having there be two species of robot, of fighting robots that also transform is just nuts. But if there yeah. is a group of, and they're not, they're not Transformers exactly, they're robots who can, can rearrange their parts. And they show up and they're like, there's so many cool things here we can be like. Let's try yeah. to be cars. And then they be cars and it's fun. And then they're like, let's be trucks. And then they, they do trucks and they're like, let's do whatever. I got, I got something else. I got, an, I got another pitch because another, so I want to work with, I'm trying to go back to the source with my pitches. Yeah. So the, one of the main things is that the Transformers are, are hiding in disguise, correct? Um, however, it's laughable. We never really execute it to the extent that w- it would make sense. But what if every machine in the world was actually a transformer and they oh. had successfully hidden everywhere. And the movie is more like almost like a horror movie yeah. where they find out every machine is actually one you of these robots. Anybody. Yeah. You can't trust any, your blender. That's a transformer. Your refrigerator. Yeah. That's refrigeratron. Your slight, house. Slight, house slight adjustment. What if they're not, it's not all of them. But it's enough of them. It's a lot. Yeah. So you don't know. This yeah. might be a normal blender, but it yeah. might unfurl and bring oh, you the in comedy and blend scenes. You. I'm seeing the comedy scenes. And like, horror. There's a lot Ooh, of comedy both. here. Yeah. Yeah, but I think I think the tone is definitely should be like funnier as opposed to like um like horror, you know? Yeah. Yes. Um, it transforms into just a slow truck that's gonna go fifty and then get passed by another truck going fifty-two and they're gonna block both lanes for the whole way. That's not like it's yeah. hilarious that they want to be semi trucks. And okay, also Hasbro okay. will just get a million toys because it'll be like there's yeah, there's gonna be like a million Transformers in this, but they're That's not fun. like they don't have personalities, they just do All stuff. Right. I, I know what this is. Okay, so basically so Earth is not the Transformers first like like so they they came from Cybertron. They I mean, go to another first planet. choice. No, 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 yeah, well, no. So they go to another planet, basically, and they are transforming. They're helping the the local inhabitants, basically, and they're like, "Oh my god, we become famous. I hate this. Let's go to another mm. podunk place and let's only stay in disguise, basically. Don't break cover, right?" right? And so it's just like, so they go kind to Earth. Like Toy Story now, where they're yeah, like, and they're trying to just stay in disguise, basically, because they know it goes yeah. bad when whenever yeah. they they um they they get out of disguises. I think I my main it. takeaway from this is literally every idea is better than the one they went with. Yeah, I like all yeah. of these ideas better. But also, I mean, get at me. I think we would write a Transformers movie that would be pretty goddamn fun. A yeah. reboot of the series we could do. And it would be it'd actually be kind of an enjoyable thing to do. Um, OK, we got to get moving. Um, we've already talked about this longer than it deserves. So let's get into the master list. All right. So a better You're, than Apollo 13, not quite. That's where we're at on this one. Yeah. Let's start at the bottom and work our way up. Is there anybody who would like to argue the, tra- the Transformers, the movie from 1986, is better than The Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou? No, uh, not me. I can't even do it as a joke. Not even as a joke. That's it. All right. So file it right way in fifth. Nice it and easy. goes at the bottom. All right. So that's the master list. Edge of Tomorrow still at the top. Trans- the Transformers, the oh, new Oh, yeah. Bottom. I forgot. Edge of Tomorrow is at the top. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Um, <laughs> currently still at the top. Okay. So um, next up, we have to do a quick uh, rules briefing. So um, it's time for us to reshuffle the order in order to pick our movie for next week. So um, we just finished our first round where everyone got to pick mm. one movie. And it's now time 
to uh, randomize the list and decide our next order that we're going to do, which means it's entirely can, possible. It's a 25% just, chance that Hunter will pick again. Anthony, uh, questions? Uh, I'm just a little worried, Mr. I've been using riggedwheel.com all week. <laughs> yeah. Over here is now setting the, the turn order. Has anyone else got a problem with that? Um, I've been pissed this off. Is, I'm cool with it. Okay. <laughs> this is from I, no. I'm using unrigturnorder.com. This is unrigged. Very, very, very official. That's exactly what they order. would want you to think. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. I'm hoping that I do not pick because I did not have time to think a lot about my pick. So I'm hoping I'm not first. Um, I think it'd be funny if it was Hunter because it would give him an interesting jump. Um, well, but. I mean, I would take us. I mean, I would take us where I want to go, which is going to be a weird place. So I think it would be fun to be in that weird place because I think my best move is going to be bad. Um, the other thing is, I want to before we do this though, um, I want to propose a rule change, and we we haven't figured out how we we break ties. I guess the audience gets to break ties. Um, if there's a tie, I'm not saying there will be, but I think we have we had discussed that if somebody scores a point we would have mm-hmm. to reset back to mm-hmm. a Kevin Bacon movie. And I like the idea of it being Kevin Bacon movies, but I do think the game would be even harder if we reset every time, especially for Anthony and Hunter, because your yes. movies are so far away from Kevin Bacon's time period that if you got close, but then Anthony scores, then Hunter would be unfortunate. We have to reset back into the nineties or something. Mm hmm. So what do you guys think? Can we? Do you think we could score and go just from the scoring movie? I, I think we should give that a shot. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Cool. All right. Every, it works for everybody. Okay, great. So, Ezra, if one of us can win, the other one can also win. That's an important thing now. Yeah, especially if we're back um, to back. If we're back to back. Okay, Not let's be a do... Jim Carrey, though. You got to go different. You can't... I mean, unless well, you got into to... Jim Carrey, we can get... You can... Right. No, so I can... Yeah. You would get in oh, so. through not Jim Carrey, most likely, yeah. and then so yeah. you'd leave through Jim Carrey. Right. But okay. if yeah, that's we, if, so if you picked a Jim Carrey movie, it'd actually be hard for the second person. Yes. Yes. Interesting. Okay, that's good. That, that, that actually, that helps me uh, to know what I should be doing. Okay, so I am just... So to, the, to be clear, the way I'm picking these randomly is I just put them in a spreadsheet, and then I went to... In order, and then I went to uh, randomize range... Where did it go? There it is. More actions. Randomize range. And the chooser for the next movie, Anthony Lopez. No! So the order, yeah. um, un- unfortunately uh, for you, Hunter, you are fourth again. So it's Anthony, Alex, oh my Ezra, God. Hunter. Actually, no, um, here's the thing. I think it's best to be fourth, actually, if you can't be first. Because not when he's fourth, not in my you get situation. another chance. Not no, no, check it out because I'm going to need all three of you to cooperate with me in order to get back to. This is the closest I've been to getting to my movie, and I'm still like, well, but three Ezra can away. set you up now because he's he's right in front of you. Yeah, right. And also, hundred, like you'll have a shot at least of when we randomize again of being first. You'll have a twenty-four percent chance. So I, like, I think that's the huge the, the advantage is you have a chance of going back to back. Yeah. Although I okay. think that after this run is when we should introduce the cards. So I think the next round will be when we have more powers so we can actually start yeah. scoring more points. But in the meantime, um, Anthony, I will say this last movie that we just watched is probably the least happy I've been watching a Read It and Weep movie in some time. It so reminds me of the old Read and Weep. It really does. This is more weeping <laughs> than than the old days. Still not a lot of reading, but um, but Anthony, what is episode six of season five going to be? Um. Well, I've been thinking about this. Uh... And give me one second here. Uh, okay, so 
I, I might be able to get to my movie from this, but I didn't really look, look on it too much. So I'm just going to go with my backup guess, something I know you watched recently, Alex, but I've always wanted to see it. So I'm going to take us back in time to The Third Man, uh, oh. starring Orson yes. Welles. Yes, I know this is good that's for me. What, oh, right. Yes, I didn't watch I that before the show. Be- I, wrote, I watched it on your suggestion. Yes, um, I've never had oh, a no, wait, this, yeah, this was for our Christmas present. This was a I gift picked to me. it for you, You Alex. picked it for me, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it was yeah. for the show, but I was the only one who watched it. So now we're going to turn yeah. it into a full episode. Yeah. But, um, I've always wanted to see this movie. Uh, I've heard nothing but really good things. I want to get us as far away from Jim Carrey as possible. <laughs> yeah. and I, think this, I will this say, if it had been, if it had been Ezra or I, we could have gone to a uh, Jim Carrey movie. Oh my god! I can't, um, yeah, I'm so glad been, you did that, Anthony. Because I would have had to watch Mr. Popper's Penguins. I'm going to be messaging y'all, or um, or Horton hears a who. Oh, interesting! I didn't get or, to that or one. Grinch. I think actually as well. I thought Grinch was two steps, but yeah. Um, interesting that we had so many options to go from these two movies, but yeah, Frank Welker would have gotten us into uh, Mr. Popper's Penguins with Jim Carrey. So. Um, I'd rather watch The Grinch, I think. That looks better than Mr. Robert's Mini. Although I like the book as a kid. Anyway, anyway, so we're watching The Third Man next week. Very interesting. Um, and then I am choosing after that. Hunter, can we get anywhere from Third Man? Is that interesting for you? Uh, yeah. No, we're... I mean, this is clo- This is real close uh, for me. I can get there temp- in Since we're that. already far back, it'd be tempting to do something weird for and try to help you instead of trying yeah, to get all the way back to help Ezra and I. Yeah. Um, so right. I'm, ch- I'm trying to get as far back so that we have room to move forward to my movie in the 70s. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. my think, idea here. And I've I always wanted to smart. see the third man. I was originally going to do Touch of Evil, uh, which I have seen. It's been a very long time since I've seen yeah, it. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, another one of my, another really, really great Orson Welles uh, written and directed movies. Um, he has a small role in it. But Third Man, I haven't seen. Uh, I know you said you liked it a lot, Alex. I'm looking forward to this one a lot. Yeah, I really did like it a lot. Now I'm, I am feeling kind of weird about it because uh, am I going to make my wife watch it again a month later, a month and a half later? Um, that's an interesting question. But I do like that we're traveling via the star of the movie. Or yeah. one of the stars mm. of the movie. It's actually, it's not just a minor cameo. Okay, well, and that brings us ta- down to our final order uh, episode or episode segment segment final segment of the show, the business. Before we go, quick th- two quick things. First, um, uh, one more suggestion via Tom on the Patreon for another special move that we could do. Tom suggests. Let the Patreon people decide. So um, your special move would be you still could only move one space, but someone else decides for you. I don't know if it's a special power or just a way to make your life harder. But if you do want to not choose, that is an option. I feel like the Patreon should have their own rules for being able to choose, though. Like, I want it to be like, oh, they can can do more. You can defer to the Patreon because they have more stuff they can do. Yeah, oh, interesting. So then right. it's just up to the Patreon to decide which of us is their favorite and who they're going to help. Mm-hmm. And it'll be me. So that's it'll why probably I probably be you because you picked the worst uh, starting option. Okay. <laughs> Second thing we got to do is we have a new meat buddy to thank. This week's meat buddy is Jane from Brooklyn who says, um, so glad to join the program. I know you guys express wonder at why people would support you, but you've all been delivering free entertainment to my ears for several years now, so it's a small token of my appreciation. 
Um, and uh, Jane also listens to our spinoff show, Pack Your Mics, our Top Chef podcast, which will be coming back for Top Chef Houston in a month. Um, and Jane also said, heck, half my Top Chef experience is looking forward to new PYM episodes the following weekend, which is very kind. Nice. Um, so as you guys know, when we have a new Meat Buddy, one of the things that I offer when you join the Patreon is we offer to do a segment for you. And it can be a lot of things. Um, we can and pretty much anything that you, you would request, we would try. But this is a new one and I'm very excited about. It. So Jane says, for my segment, could you give me some recommendations for movies or shows that take place in a kind of biopunk universe. Whoa. Some examples of what I've enjoyed before are Vampire Hunter D, Redline, Nausicaa, Nausicaa, Nausicaa. Um, and the Valley of Wind, the Miyazaki And for the movie. non-anime reference, Mad Max Fury Road. They have technology that augments, integrates with human biology, and incorporates biological elements and functions. Mm. I'm mostly interested in the world's elements technology. So yeah. any suggestions or even ideas of how to better search for this genre? I am yeah. all ears. Maybe you should have given us a heads up about this, Alex. Give us a little time to prepare. You know, I cannot <laughs> uh, say that I've used my time wisely this last year. Yeah. Um, last few weeks, certainly. Um, nope. Yeah, good point. I should have. I, I should yeah. have, but I didn't. If you ooh, want. Ooh, I got one. I got one. Yeah. If you want, I can Existence? pause the recording for a half hour and then we can come no. back. Um, Ezra, what did you say? Existence. Existence. Um, oh, yes. the, the Cronenberg movie? Is it by Cronenberg? Yeah. So it's a nice, yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. so nineteen ninety nine. Um, this is a good like modding your body in a weird way, and it, it came out like like nineteen ninety nine was such a great year for like um just kind of reality bending movies on the whole. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's all I got. Yeah, I mean, if you want to, and I was not even close. That's if you want to stay within that kind of time period and stuff. Dark <laughs> City is another really good one, very yes. similar in terms of like themes. Obviously, The Matrix is going to be a great movie. But yeah, actually, oh, you've oh, seen oh, that. what's the one we watched? Uh, what's the other one we watched with Keanu Reeves where he was carrying stuff in his brain? Oh, Johnny Mnemonic. Mnemonic. Yeah, but Johnny yeah. Mnemonic is is more just straight cyberpunk. I think she's looking for it said biopunk, right? So well, but she did say yeah. um uh technology that augments or inter- integrates with human biology. I mean, I feel right. like he was a hard drive. Look, I'm not going to be helpful at all in this one, James, so the fact that I thought of something close is already credit for me. Well, what sucks is a lot of the the things that Jane listed are like things I really like, but I feel like I'm in a similar position. Like I was about to be like, is the Tank Girl movie good? Because I feel like Tank Girl kind of sounds like this you to me. We, but we I don't even know if that recently, movie's good. Ezra, there's like, there's like weird yeah, we did Tank Girl. Yeah, Tank Girl rules, man. I, I think we kind of had a good time with it. It's crazy balls, but I yeah. think we did enjoy it. Have yeah, and I would recommend Gat- that, even though I haven't seen it. <laughs> uh, I'm sure uh, if you're a fan of this genre, you've probably seen Gattaca. But yeah. that's a great What's movie. The, so that's not really like adding technology to them, but it's using technology to like select them. But I mean, it is literally a biopunk movie, though. It's yeah, about yeah, like yeah. No, biology, I mean, I, like, I mean, yeah. sci-fi. Right? I love Gattaca. Yeah. Did we watch that for the show? Oh, we did because when I went when I wa- went to the space launch, we watched Gattaca because Gattaca is one of the reasons things that got me into space um, was was watching them watch rocket launches. And, and if yeah, you know yeah. anything about you, Alex, is that you never save anything for the way back, right? Just... <laughs> I think you said that exact same thing at the beginning of the show. Yeah, um, that was a funny callback. There's a uh, cloning movie with uh, Schwarzenegger. What was it called? The Sixth, the sixth day? day. The oh Sixth, sixth day. day. God created man. Wait, was that was that a book recently? Not too long Not ago. Not that I read. Was this, there was a cloning book that was very popular. I mean, this is 2000, so it would have been. 
that was before the book. Um, interesting. Okay. Well, I, I like this. I like this idea. Good Man. idea. I haven't seen. I mean, these, like but- the cyberpunk derivative, like wiki page, like there is nothing they won't put before punk. There is like only, <laughs> all, any kind of you just pick a word. They have that kind of punk. Give me some examples. Uh, Island punk. punk. Stone punk. Uh, Rococo Trap punk. punk. Ray Rococo punk. punk? Yes. Just soft, curvy women punk? <laughs> I don't know, man. It can and all fruit be punk, baskets? okay? Oh, I love this. I, I really like diesel punk. Well, I was recently introduced to the term solar punk. Yes. Which is solar like kind punk. of, which is like, punk, you know, punk, real solar punk. energy kind of cities driven sure, by sure, like sure. really like overly green and like colorful type aesthetics. Uh, steampunk. Oh, uh, st- wet punk? Do we do we do that? Can we do water punk for water? water? Like water punk, yeah. Is there funk punk? Maybe where it's like <laughs> just like. Well, now we're just uh, back into like George Clinton. Yeah, uh, skunk punk. Works on music. Just Pepe, Pepe yeah. Le Pew style yeah. everything. Skunk if punk, you re- rodent and, punk. Um, you know, dunk if you punk. really like um, punky skunk. Well, of course, there's Space Jam. That's dunk punk. There's yeah. literally <laughs> punky skunk. So that might be yeah. something. Drop kick the punks by the faint. That's a good song. Uh, sure, yeah, yeah. In it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Punky uh, skunk. Yeah. Did I say punky skunk? That's yeah. something. Nazi Wait, punks fuck off by Dead Kennedys. That's a good punk thing. I think uh, ooh, ooh, Nazi punk could is magic bad punk, but ma- magic Mike like three. If it's in the future, could it be hunk punk. Yes. Punk punk. Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> oh my god! Everybody has got uh, abs grafted to their body in Dude, some way. We, there needs to be like Magic Mike twenty eighty nine or something like that. Yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Like twenty forty nine, probably right. <laughs> no, no, Alex, Alex, twenty sixty nine. All right, Magic Mike twenty sixty nine AD. That's what it should be called. The Okay, title, so Magic um, Mike, just to go over your suggestions, I'll post these on the on the page as well, Jane. But some possible ideas are existence with a yeah. capital X, capital Z from 99, Dark City from 98, Johnny Mnemonic, Tank Girl, Gattaca, The Sixth Day, and the upcoming feature film, the Reading We feature film debut, Magic Mike 2069. Uh, Those are some biopunk <laughs> movies for you. I hope this helps. Uh, Speaking of uh, the right Magic yeah. Mike 2069, I love it so much. <laughs> Did you guys see, uh, speaking of Mad Max, that uh, Furiosa finally went into production this week? Oh, no, Whoa. that's great. Mad Max prequel. Cool. Oh, very exciting. George That'll be Miller fun. is back. Anna Taylor Tom- Thomas. Uh, Annie, well, Anna, Anna Taylor. What's her oh, name? Oh, Anya from Taylor uh, Joy? Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, Anya Taylor Joy is playing a young Furiosa. It's a prequel film. Ooh. But George Miller is back, finally making his Furiosa prequel. I'm. That's very, very exciting. Yeah, I also saw a story that he originally wanted to cast Eminem as Mad Max in Fury Road, but Eminem said no because he didn't want to leave town. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Which is just everything about it. that is insane. I didn't click on it. That's what the headline said. Um. Anyway, uh, that is very exciting. That's good news, Anthony. Thank you. Yeah, um. All right. Thank you so much, Jane. I hope this helped a little bit. And uh, for you listening at home, if you want us to explore a genre, you can become a meat buddy by going to patreon.com slash read and weep or the shortcut metreon.com. And we really appreciate everybody who supports the show, even if we don't understand why. That is it for the podcast. Thank you so much for sticking around. We'll be back again next week. Next week, 
Um, as we said, we'll be watching The Third Man. Um, you can get in touch with us, send us uh, ideas for special powers, rule changes, um, questions about our upcoming film, Magic Mike 2069, by going to podcast at com. Send us an email. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And you can also get my record, Vanilla Everywhere. Fine records are sold. And by going to alexfalcone.ninja. Thank you uh, to all of our meat buddies, all of our listeners, and especially to you guys for hanging out with me today. Thank you, Ezra. Yeah. Hunter. Hey, thank you. Um, from Old Gamers Almanac. Thank you. Old Gamers you. Almanac. That's me. Check it out if you like video games. Only if you like video games, though. And Anthony Lopez. Thanks for hanging out, dude. Oh, shit. I just wanted to <laughs> say that again. Great quote. I love right. that that line was in this movie. They were like, look, we got two two goals. We have to kill off our main character, and we need to swear once. All right, we'll talk to you next week. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.